0: We are victorious.
2: We are victorious. Nothing ah! can conquer us. We are victorious. We are victorious. We are victorious. We are victorious. We, we are victorious. We are victorious. Hey, what's up? Thank <laughs> you. we to miss
3: Heard that song. I don't think you guys heard that song right there. Glory mm-hmm. to God. We are victorious. We are victorious. We Hallelujah. We are big. We are
2: victorious.
4: We are victorious. We
2: are victorious. We are victorious. We are Put your hands together. One, three, one, two, three.
3: glory to God oh, hallelujah. hallelujah and at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loose. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposedly that the prisoners had fled but Paul cried out with a loud voice saying do thyself no harm for we are all here then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Sias and said sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou and thy household shall be saved. Glory to God. Father God, I thank you, O oh God. Father God, I worship and adore you, your magnificent name, oh God. Father God, once more, oh God, I come before your presence, oh God. Father God, as humbly as I know how, Father God. Father God, I ask you right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, to wash me, oh God. Wash me and cleanse me, Father God. of. Anything, oh God, that you find in me, Father God, that is not pleasing unto you, mighty God. I ask for your forgiveness right now, oh God, for my thoughts, deeds, and actions, Father God, known or unknown, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, thank you, oh God, because I know, oh God, it is already done. Praise your name. Hallelujah. The highest praise belong unto you, my Abba Father. Hallelujah. 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 Father God, I thank you, oh God, for one more day, Father God. Thank you, oh God, for one night, mighty God, to fellowship in your presence. Father God, right now, oh God, I ask, mighty God, let your Holy Spirit reign upon us tonight, mighty God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, let your Holy Spirit flow through the line, mighty God, in the name Name of Jesus, Father God, as it was on the day of Pentecost, Almighty God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for your grace and your mercy, oh God. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for your love, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, oh God, I come before you, Father God, and I lift up mighty God, your woman serving, your daughter, Father God, Pastor Maureen Chang, daily, oh God, and your son, mighty God, Minister Collington, daily, Father God. Father God, I ask you right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, as they travel, oh God, to go do your work and your will, Father God, that you send your angels before them, oh God, and around them, mighty God, with a supernatural edge of protection, oh God, that only you can provide, Father God. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for keeping her and strengthening her, oh God. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for strengthening their marriage day by day. Day, oh God. Father God, I thank you for your Holy Ghost anointing upon them each and every morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, I lift up to you each and every one of their family members, oh God. Father God, continue to guide them, protect them, and provide for them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. In the name of Jesus, mighty God. Father God, as she go forth to bring your word tomorrow, oh God. Father God, I ask you mighty God to fill her up. Oh God, with your Holy ghost anointing. Oh God, divine, 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 divine spirit. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, father, God, father, God, that souls will be saved. Oh God. And many will fall to their knees. Oh God. And say, what must I do to be saved? Father God, father, God, continue to keep her and her husband. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, father, God, I lift up to you tonight, oh God, our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, mighty God, Father God, and their ministry, mighty God, bright Christ church ministry, oh God, Father God, I thank you, oh God, for your continuous anointing upon the Ruckers, oh God, Father God, continue to guide them, oh God, continue to protect them and anoint them, oh God, provide for them, oh God, each and every way they go, oh mighty God, in the name Of Jesus Father God Father God they are a blessing unto The people that know them oh God So Father God continue to bless Them how you see fit Mighty God in the name Of Jesus Father God In the name of Jesus Father God we thank you oh God we glorify you Mighty God not because Of what you have done oh God And not because mighty God You might bring us through the storm Father God but Father God as the songwriter said, Father God, because of who you are, Father God, we give you glory, hallelujah, 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 thank you, Jesus, Father God, I thank you on tonight, mighty God, Father God, as your woman of God goes forth with the word tonight, oh God, I ask you, Father God, to strengthen your servant, mighty God. Prophetess Anita McCoy, Father God. Father God, use her as you please, mighty God. Father God, use her lips, her thoughts, her fingers, every single part of her body, mighty God, that you see fit. Fill it up, oh God. Let prophetess Anita McCoy decrease, oh God. And your Holy Spirit reign and shine through her, around her, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. In the name of Jesus, mighty God. Mighty God, I ask you, oh God, to continue to have your edge of protection around her, oh God. Her family members, oh God. And her husband, oh God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, only you can do what you know how to do, O oh God. Father God, for you can do things that no man can do, oh God. You can close doors that no man can open, Father God, and you can open doors that no man can close. So Father God, we thank you, oh God. Father God, have your divine will around through and in her right now, oh God, and forevermore, mighty God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, I cover each and every one of her family members, oh God, once more, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, we will remember, Father God, that the glory belongs to you, oh God, and to you alone, Father God. Hallelujah, Father God. Father God, right now, mighty God, I ask you, oh God, to saturate each and every connection oh God that is connected to your line tonight mighty God Father God I bind up mighty God I bind up Father God in the name and cover it with the blood of Jesus Father God any distraction plot ploy or plan of the enemy right now oh God I plead the blood the blood the blood of Jesus oh God upon this line tonight oh God upon simple words ministry oh God upon Bright of Christ ministry, oh God. Father God, and each and every other ministry, oh God, that is connected to Simple Words ministry, Father God. Father God, thank you, oh God. Thank you for your love, oh God. Thank you for your Son, Christ Jesus, mighty God. Thank you, O God, for having us prearranged, designed destiny, O God, that we should fulfill, Father God, that you have preordained, O God, before the foundations of the earth, mighty God. Father God, continue to walk with us, to talk with us, O God. Father God, if there's anything, O God, that I fail to ask you, mighty God, Father God, Fail not to grant this unto us tonight, mighty God, and forevermore, O oh God. Father God, thank you, O oh God. Thank you, mighty God, for your spirit among us, O oh God. Father God, sit on your throne room, oh O God, and listen, O oh God, because, Father God, we are sending the glory and the praises up to you tonight, O oh God. In Jesus' precious name, O oh God, in Jesus' precious and mighty name, I pray. hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, let the church say amen, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, amen, glory to God. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone, glory to God, to Simple Words Ministry, Friday night fire on the wire, midnight explosion, glory to God. Hallelujah. On behalf of our pastor, Pastor Maureen chang Daly, we welcome each and every one of you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the blessed Holy Spirit. Glory to God. If this is your first time on the line, we welcome you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We welcome you with open arms. You are no longer a mem- a visitor of Simple Words Ministry. You are now a ministry member. Glory to God. Hallelujah, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We have services here eight times per week, glory to God. I'll begin with tomorrow, Saturdays at noon, we have Noonday Inspiration and Prior, glory to God. Sunday night at 9 p.m., we have our Sunday worship service, glory to God. Monday night at 9 p.m., we have Bible study and accessory prayer. Tuesday night at 9 p.m., we have Jeremiah Generation. Wednesdays, we double up, and that's what make it eight, folks, glory to God. We are first here Wednesday mornings at 7.14 a.m. for our standing in the gap prayer service, glory to God intercessory prayer service, excuse me, glory to God. And then we return Wednesday night at 9 p.m. for our praise, worship, and testimony service celebration. Glory to God. Thursday nights we are here. We are walking through the word where we read the Bible word for word. Glory to God. All these services. The time is Eastern Standard Time. Glory to God, because I know we have different time zones all over. But once again, let me take this opportunity to welcome, welcome, welcome each and every one of you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Blessed Holy Spirit. glory to God. Tonight, everyone, we are in for a treat. Glory, glory, glory to God. Our speaker for tonight is none other than Prophetess Anita McCoy. Glory to God. If anyone is new on the line, you are in for a treat. For those of you who have not heard her preach before, you are in for a treat. Glory to God. But before we go ahead, glory to God, I'm going to open up the line for a brief moment, if there are any testimonies, any praise reports, and the line is open, glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise
4: you, Lord, hallelujah, 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 I praise praise everyone.
3: Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord,
4: hallelujah. I am so glad to be here on tonight, on uh, to worship. With my simple words ministry family and just to see what um says the Lord has to say. So I just give God thanks and praise. He is a keeper, um, just keeping us throughout the day and I just bless him for who he is. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. God bless you, Prophetess Tasha. Glory to God. That was Prophetess Tasha, right? <laughs> yep.
0: Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Anyone else? Glory to God. Come on, folks, it's midnight. Everyone has a testimony.
3: I'm going to give God thanks for waking me up this morning. Glory to God. Giving me the strength to go to work. Glory to God. And bringing me through work. Glory to God. For a safe journey to and from work. My children went to school and came home safely. My husband was up and about doing things, and he God kept them safe. Glory to God. My mother is safe. Glory to God. I, I, I give God praise.
2: Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. Glory be to thy name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. God, I give you praise. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. He is worthy, folks. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be exalted. You guys should be excited right now. Glory to God. God. You should be excited. We have been on this line many times, and it's been midnight, and we had to bombard heaven and pray and praise, and we have Seen miracles happen. Glory to God. So you guys should be praising right now. You should be praising harder than you do Sunday mornings in church. Glory to God. You should be lifting up His name on high. Glory to God. All our voices should be on one accord and we should sound like a trumpet. Sound into heaven. Glory to God. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to praise my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's an Hallelujah. awesome, awesome, oh,
2: awesome God.
3: Glory to God. He has brought us God. through, Hallelujah. and I'm pretty sure that each and every Hallelujah. one of us has a story where we can oh,
2: look that if
3: it wasn't for yes. God, we wouldn't have made yeah. it. If it wasn't yeah, for God, do. I would have been out of my mind. If it wasn't for God, I would be arrested or dead. Glory to God. You should give him thanks that you're alive yes. today. Glory to God. You can pick up a phone and dial it on your own. You can pick up a spoon and feed yourself. You can get up and walk around on your Oh, two feet. Come on, people. Somebody's going to praise the Lord with me tonight. Hallelujah. 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 To Give God. the Lord Hallelujah. praise. Hallelujah. 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 It ain't over until God Hallelujah. says it's over. Glory Hallelujah. to God. There's some of you out there going through something. It ain't over until God oh, says it's over. God. You
2: can hold
3: on and parade yes. your way Hallelujah. through. Pray your way through. You are victorious. He has given us victory. It is ours. You just have to know it and believe it. Glory, glory to God. Yes. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory
2: Hallelujah. to God. Come Hallelujah. on, somebody.
3: Is there yes. another person. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Good
5: night, everyone. Oh, Good, night. Oh, oh, night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Glory to oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good night, everyone. Hallelujah. I am so excited, too. You know, Sister now you can normally I'm um, at this time. Sometimes I stay up and sometimes I'll, I'll be in bed sleeping, but... You know, tonight I had to come on because, you know, I really enjoy, now that I don't enjoy listening, I always love to come on the playlist because I'm always blessed, and I'm mm-hmm. truly grateful to God nice. tonight, to be honest here, mm-hmm. to be up tonight. I had to step up. I love sister, listening to Sister Anita McCoy. I'm telling you, um... You know, and I said, Lord, I had to be on tonight. I had to stay up because a lot of times when I had stuff to do on Saturdays, I, I don't like to stay up because in the next day I'm feeling like, you know, I didn't get enough rest. But I I prayed tonight, and I said, God, just give me the strength. I have to depend on you totally. And as you're saying, you know what? I have so much to give God thanks for. And, you know, I cannot stay here tonight and just close my – just keep quiet. I have to thank him because he's truly been good. You know, um, tonight um, I was laying laying, um, in the house, just resting, and um, I I got a phone call. It's a neighbor, um, a couple that I met (laughs) – about you can say four months ago I was walking in the neighborhood and the Lord told me to stop and just say hello. And I'm telling you, these people, these this family, they move from Maryland. They're from Grenada. And um they are such a blessing. Um, you know, I was uh, sitting um tonight I was in the kitchen washing up so they left not too long ago and I said I have to hurry up and, and i come upstairs, you know, to get ready for the prayer line. But I was while I was, I was reflecting and just God goodness, because, you know, Lord, the lot Lord of dropping some stuff in my heart and saying, you know what? When you wait upon the Lord, he's such an on time God. He's such a good God. Sometimes we may not understand what God has, the way, the way he works and the people that he will, put, he will place in our lives. Yeah. You know, it's all about waiting and praying and walking in obedience with God. And tonight I was just thanking God for
0: placing this family. I only know them for a couple months. you are releasing
1: life. You are releasing the spirit of God to go about and move beyond our natural realm into that realm of supernatural, eternal realm where God brings heaven into our earthly affairs. It is so vitally important. We know about we know about matter. We know about uh, uh, there's liquids, there's solids, there's gases, and, you know, everything that is living is, is um, in a, a life state of liquid, solids, or gases. We look at that, and we say, okay, that's living, according to science. But also, sound is matter, It is of a vibrational frequency uh, in an invisible realm, but there is a frequency. There is a wave pattern that can be detected by some kind of means. So sound matters. Sound has life. And because sound is matter, then sound matters. It matters what you say. It matters that you open your mouth and give God praise. There is something that is happening in an invisible realm where the angels of God who are sent to be on assignment for you, beloved, those angels are waiting to do heaven's uh, do heavens will according to your need and to bless your life. Hallelujah. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love it how the, the old, and, 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 uh, I'm from, I'm from old school church, okay? I'm from that. All right. But the mothers used to say, I believe I'll testify while I have a chance, while I may not have a chance anymore, amen? In this moment, when we have an opportunity, we have the opportunity to go from chronos time into a realm of eternity and create a kairos moment, Mm -hmm. and we do that with the sound of our voice. Amen. We do that oh, in accordance with the Holy Spirit of God. So we give mm-hmm. God praise, and I thank God for um, Pastor Maureen Chen. Um, she is such a blessing. She was an awesome, dynamic blessing to our ministry, build of dreams Harvest Ministry. Uh, just last month uh, she came and ministered uh, 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 to us, concerning the vision that God has given her to go about and to stir the body of Christ and to release them into a prayer movement. Hallelujah. That mantle of prayer, that mantle of authority is on her life. And I'm going to tell you that, that climates are shifted, that people are shifted. And um, even that very day, uh, one of the testimonies I want to give regarding um, just the fruit. Of the ministry um, the woman of God went forth um, I, I love her spirit because she is very unassuming she is just the servant of the Lord she doesn't look for or need a title and we know that it's not about titles but it's about the mantles that rest on our lives and so she goes about the, the city about the country about the nation Um, uh, under the mantle of Pastor Maureen Chen. But I'm going to tell you, the woman of God is truly an apostle of this 21st century movement of the kingdom of God. She is an apostolic leader, and she carries a prophetic voice. Heaven is engaged when she opens her mouth. And so as she began to uh, discern, just listening to the Holy Spirit, just listening to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Go at her to 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 call out fibroids and um, the one sister came. One of the sisters came up for prayer and um, the the Lord used uh, Pastor Moore ring in a very prophetic manner to minister specifically to her. And that Tuesday night when we got back together um, in our service, because I believe that was Tuesday when when this sister was able to come back and be a part of our service. Um, from Saturday to Tuesday, let me tell you, the woman uh, gave the testimony that the fibroids were completely gone. The Give fibroids you. were completely Hallelujah. gone. Hallelujah. My and God. she was also uh, experiencing um, a oh, problem. In, uh, she has uh, been diagnosed as having um, some, some tumors in her breast. And Mm -hmm. uh, cancer runs in her family and things of that nature. She said the tumors had even begun to shrink. And uh, so we give God praise for that. We give God praise for the manifestation of his word. Now, she prayed over me as well Mm -hmm. concerning my womb because I have, um, I'm declaring, I walk in my healing, but there's still been the manifestation Mm -hmm. of a fibroid that Mm -hmm. wanted to be rebellious and wanted to continue to try to grow all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And so she Mm -hmm. prayed over me, but it wasn't uh, that she even just prayed over the fibroids, people of God. What happened was it was needful that she prayed over my womb because the night before, she came to us on a Saturday. I can't, it was the first first or second Saturday. I can't, my days are all intertwined anymore. But she came to us the first or second Saturday of, of the month of March. And the night before, that Friday night, there had been a solar eclipse. There had been an eclipse the night before. Yes, okay. Yes, okay. Yes, there I had remember. been an eclipse the night before. And so let me go back. It was in 2008 when um, I first started in uh, – I moved here in 2008 following the voice of the Lord. Uh, to move from my family, further away from my family, to leave um, what was very much a very secure uh, uh, employment with the federal government and that kind of thing, to hear the voice of the Lord say, go and pray for the city of Erie, and I need you to be in that city. Okay. And so when I got here, um, several months um, into being here in this location, there were Some things that were happening in an invisible realm that were that could have been very very uh, spooky, very uh, alarming, and for me they were uh, they did shake the foundation. But I called my mother, and my mother said, Anita, do not leave that area. God sent you there, and God's going to protect you. He's going to provide for you. He's going to make every way possible for you because He sent you to that place. But um, there was uh, a disturbance and an upset in the invisible. Realm. I'm going to say it like that. There was an acknowledgement that there were uh, there were entities or beings that knew of my presence in the geography, but I didn't know who they were. But I knew. I I felt like all that that there were eyes that were on me. Then all of a sudden, about six months uh, being there in here in Erie. I, now is September. I received a phone call early in the morning. I received a phone call, um, and the message was left on my phone at work. And here it was. It was one of my coworkers who I had not met, had never met her, had a Never had a casual conversation, no conversation at the water fountain or anything like that. Just had not met this woman. She actually left a message. She was in Philadelphia. She left a message on my work phone here in Erie, and it was 5 o'clock in the morning that the message was left. And she simply said this. She said, Anita, you don't know me. I am your coworker. I am in Philadelphia right now, but I was up early this morning praying, and the Spirit of God told me to call you and to leave this message. I don't know why, but I'm being obedient. She said, "Um, I was told to tell you that the eclipse happened last night, and you are to read Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. So, I read Revelation chapter 12, that whole encounter is about the woman who is now ready to bring forth the man-child, but there is a dragon that is out to destroy the seed, out to destroy the baby, out to destroy the birth before it happened, okay? And the eclipse took place, the eclipse had taken place the night before, all right? Now... In a prophetic sense, here this my coworker giving me that call, she is speaking about my spiritual womb. The Holy Ghost is speaking about my spiritual womb. She didn't know what she was speaking about, but through Revelation chapter twelve and the eclipse happening the night before, the Holy Ghost is alerting me about my spiritual womb. Okay, oh. 11 years later. Everybody say 11 years later. 11 years later. 11 mm-hmm. years later. later. Okay, because I've been here in the city of Erie uh, uh, 11 years. In fact, I gave you the wrong year. That's how I moved here in 2004. I think I said 2008, but I moved here in 2004. So 11 years later, here is um. Pastor Maureen Chen. hmm just the holy ghost interrupted her her message and said i need to pray for individuals with fibroid mm-hmm. okay so it was myself who came up and this other woman it was for the other woman to receive her healing in the physical mm-hmm. it was for her to receive her healing and the physical of fibroids. It was for me to receive as well, but also there was a deeper message spiritually that heaven was getting to me. Eleven years later, eleven is the number of transition, the, oh, wow. it's the number of change. Wow. It, okay, of uh-huh. so change process, oh. changes in progress. Oh. And transitioning was taking place. And here the woman of God, she actually, wow. when I came up, when I came up before she even prayed for either of us, she said to me, she said, um, Prophet Tissa Nita, she said, I have to tell you that if I came for no one else or no other purpose, I came here today for you. And she knew wow. nothing about this 11-year encounter from wow. the initial instruction of Revelation chapter 12 and the eclipse, solar eclipse, to her now standing in front of me, praying over my womb. And the eclipse had just taken place the night night before before. she Mm -hmm. came. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you that since, and in this whole time, there has been an accelerated change that has been going on in my life and in the ministry. hallelujah, hallelujah. in my life and in the ministry, and so I I don't know why I did not have any plans to even go in this direction. It's just that as I began to talk, um, the Holy Ghost brought this to my mind and to my attention just now. Uh, I wanted to give thanks and praise for the woman of God coming, but I did not even have it formulated in my mind that I wanted to get get into these details but for someone you have to know um, that heaven is very much aware of your life and of oh. your calling and of your prayers and the promises that heaven has made unto you, I declare unto you that you are moving into a realm of manifestation. You are moving into a season of manifestation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are moving into a season of manifestation. Hallelujah. Even Hayando Rabosha let me tell you how I know it was confirmed. Thank it was confirmed Lord. when Sister oh Joe he got on the line and she gave her my testimony. She mm-hmm. gave her Hallelujah. testimony confirming that the word of the Lord that had been spoken, it is now being activated. Now, it's not. it's not my words. It's not my. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. It's about our obedience, though. It's okay. about us being Hallelujah. sensitive to the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. go with what the Holy Spirit is doing and mm-hmm. do what heaven is doing and say what heaven is saying at an appointed time. Hallelujah! Right. But I'm gonna tell you, when uh, Sister Jackie gave her testimony, she mm-hmm. confirmed so many yeah. things because she spoke this. She spoke about how her prayer was, Lord. Make it so that my husband, even on his job, things would be shifted that shifted and changed so that he can be um, at home with the family. Hallelujah. She had Hallelujah. no idea that tonight's message, hmm. my message to the people of God on the line tonight, is fight for your family. That's what yeah. the, the Lord told me yeah. to tell the people of God, God tonight. That mm-hmm. this is the hour of restoration this is the season it's not just I'm not saying like a season like we look and we say okay there's four months of winter four months of spring no this is a season with no calendar time frame to it. This is an eternal time frame that we are in a season of restoration. And the restoration that God is bringing is to the family. See, I have begun to understand, hallelujah, by the Spirit of God and from heaven's orders that the way the kingdom of God is going to be advanced is going to be advanced family by family. It's going to be advanced as we get a family concept in our mind our spiritual family, our natural family, the family of our community, God is shifting the mind of his people to understand that we are a family. Yes, we are a Bobby fitley joined together, but we are the family of God. And the more that we can understand and embrace the reality that God initiated this whole thing, hallelujah, way before time and eternity even met, God initiated this whole thing and created the heavens and the earth. Why? He created humanity. Why? Because he wanted family. If we can understand the value of family, we will begin to see another dynamic and another movement of the kingdom of God being advanced and realized in our lives in this hour. Hallelujah. Because there are certain protocols and there are certain requirements that God has given certain instructions that he has laid out in this hour that will make it very easy for us to seek family restoration. If we will be willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land. If we refuse and rebel, we will be devoured by the Lord, people of God. But we don't need to be devoured in this hour. All we need to do is posture ourselves and say, Lord, I will obey you. I hear you, and I humble myself before you. I fall reverently before your throne, and I will obey you. That's it. That's what we need to do. If we will do that, we will see restoration. We will see the manifestation. You will see your wealth. Hallelujah. You will see your health. Hallelujah. You will see the promises of God come to manifestation in your life. Hallelujah. I am seeing it. It is, it is astounding. It, is, it's, it's, it, it should be astounding, but it is. Why? Because you know what? We had long times where we we're saying, well, you know, I prayed and I waited. I prayed and I waited. And there was just no manifestation. But I'm going to tell you, in this hour, Just getting in the right posture, just getting in the right position, just getting in the right mindset, hallelujah, being transformed by the renewal of our mind in this hour, just by getting that together, you're going to find out that before you can even begin to utter your prayers, heaven is already answering you. You're trying to sit there and formulate a prayer, and heaven is already bringing the answer to your door. Why? Because it's not so much about the mechanics of prayer, but it's about the heart that has been prepared hallelujah and the spirit and that alignment and that renewal of the mind and so now there is a total renewal or an alignment of the of you as an individual your whole man spirit soul and body have now come into an agreement have come into a syncopation have come into a choreographic move and a vibration and a frequency of heaven can now easily flow through you so while you are thinking a thought while you are thinking a prayer heaven hears it and answers hallelujah before you can even utter it out of your mouth because your heart now your heart now is perceiving and then your heart has become yielded you are now you're now in a place of humility where you are in alignment and you are now a conduit for heaven to flow through hallelujah Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me try to calm down. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm I'm gonna try to um Amen. just kinda of flesh this out um through the book of because the Lord's been showing me this here pattern through Nehemiah. And um I uh Amen. even before I read in Nehemiah I want to read because uh, when we look at Nehemiah, you know, there's the language of Nehemiah um, is so much in a very concrete and very tangible uh, picture. You can get the picture of the city of Jerusalem being rebuilt because that was the assignment Nehemiah needed to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And so we look at it uh, in a very... Um, in a very concrete manner, and we see the walls of the city being uh, being reconditioned, being rebuilt, being um, uh, refortified. We see a structure going up. But over in the Song of Solomon, there is the language where they are talking about the word wall. And God, right now, you know, we we have asked the Lord. At different times and different seasons, we've asked the Lord to to break dividing walls, uh, to, to break uh, division that would keep us separated um, on many levels. Separation in our homes, or separation within the church, separations within our community, uh, among cultural groups, and things of that nature. God has had to break down dividing walls, but the the, the whole. Aspect and um, importance of walls um, is important for us to see that walls are erected and they are needful that they be erected for protection for security. Hallelujah! So, um, in a spiritual dimension, even as we are seeing God bringing a bring a restoration of of the city of Jerusalem and Nehemiah. Um, And a construction is going on, a a physical construction is going on. In in Song of Solomon, there is a spiritual construction, I believe, that is happening, and I want to bring that to your attention. So if you will go with me to Song of Solomon um, in Chapter 8, hallelujah. And I love that because 8 is the number of new beginnings, amen? Uh So in the Song of Solomon... In chapter 8, and I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible tonight.
2: Hallelujah.
1: I want to start with verse 5, and it says here, Who is this who comes up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved? Amen. And as they sighted the home of her childhood, the bride said, Under the apple tree, I awakened you. There your mother gave you birth. There she was in travail and bore you. Verse 6. Set me like a seal upon your heart, like a seal upon your arm. For love is as strong as death, jealousy as hard and cruel as the grave. It flashes and its flashes are flashes of fire, a most vehement flame, a very flame of the Lord. Verse 7 says, Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it out. If a man would offer all the goods of his house for love, he would be utterly scorned and despised. Verse 8 gathered with her family and the wedding feast in her mother's cottage and the bride the bride said to her stepbrothers, okay, so here this young woman, she's gathered with her family with the wedding party and she says this to her stepbrothers, when I was a little girl, you said, we have a little sister and she has no breasts. What shall we do for her, for our sister on the day when she is spoken for in marriage? Verse 9, very important here, verse 9. If she is a wall, and that means if she is discreet and womanly, we will build upon her a turret or a dowry of silver. But if she is a door, bold and flirtatious, We will enclose her with boards of cedar. Verse number 10, this is the young um, maiden's declaration. She says, well, I am a wall with battlements, and my breaths are like the towers of it. Then was I in the king's eyes as one to be respected and to be allowed to find peace. That verse, uh, verses 9 and verses 10 are very, very um, important. I want you to write those down and just begin to meditate on those. And the Holy Spirit is going to give you divine revelation of what he's saying in this hour. This woman, she uh, used to be an open door. She used to be one that was immature one that was bold and flirtatious, just not really having a whole lot of sensibility. But she goes through a process of maturity, if you will. Allow me to explain it that way. She goes through a process of maturity where now she can make the declaration that she is a wall. And in the King James Version, I believe it says that she is a wall that now she can be adorned. And that means that you can build something, you can place something on the wall, you can hang you know a portrait on a wall, you know it can be adorned, it can be decorated. Yes, all right, and that decoration is symbolic of an upgrade. It
0: mm-hmm. is a
1: symbolic of an upgrade of being taken from one position. Um, and and, and, and placed into another position of, of, of moving out of one function and now being called upon to operate in a whole new a function and operating with a level of authority that now brings her peace. She's now prepared to be married. She's now prepared to take care of someone else because she's learned to take care of herself, if you will. Okay? Right? She's now able to provide for others because she's gotten to a position where she's matured and learned to receive instruction from others. She was being ministered to by her stepbrothers.
2: Uh You
1: know, she was taken care of by them. At one time she was an open door, but they sealed her up with cedar, with boards. Hallelujah. And so I want to say I heard someone say, I believe it was Sister Nyoka, uh, she said, you know, uh, it's not over till God says it's over.
2: Yes, oh, and we are called you, to Lord. speak
1: life. We are called to prophesy life. We are called we to breathe life into even see what seems be like very dead down. things. So do not allow The life that God has given us, we will not allow it to be used for any occasion to speak death or to tear down walls, but to close up doors, to build a wall of fear and now create a strength and fortify a wall so that an individual, a family, hallelujah, a community, a city, a region, a state, a nation can actually become a place of adornment, a place of glory, a reflection of the kingdom of God in the earth realm. Amen? Amen. And so Amen. it is with it is with that understanding and a spiritual dimension that I want us now to look at Nehemiah. And I have such an appreciation for Nehemiah. Um there are many of us on the line who probably know a lot about Nehemiah, but I never want to assume that you know um, that everyone already knows the you know knows about Nehemiah. So there are some things that I'm going to um, mention that may just be familiar to a lot of us, but do um, please just work with me while I do that because I I want everyone to get a full understanding. Now Nehemiah was a cup a, a cup bearer, all right. Uh, we talk about armor bearers okay, and it's interesting that in in when it comes to ministry, when it comes to to that you know fivefold ministry, it comes to leaders, it comes to church government, church order and and that kind of thing, and a picture of of seeing officers in the church you know we 'll have leaders, and um you know there are places in the in the body of Christ where leaders have armor bearers and and you know one of our greatest examples of armor bearer is that relationship that we saw uh in the word of god between david and jonathan um where you know Jonathan was David's or David was Johnson's armor bearer. Well, there, there was an armor bearer relationship there. I think it was Jonathan that was David's armor bearer, excuse me. So in this armor bearer relationship, there you know there is the requirement that the the person would be in the position to bear arms, to carry weaponry, armor, and to prepare uh that leader to, to guard and watch for that leader in a In a certain um season of that leader's life, and that is typically when that leader is on the front lines of battle okay armor bearer Nehemiah was a cup bearer cup bearers were uh established to serve king okay mm-hmm. the cup bearer's role was to drink the cup before the king drank of the cup knowing that at any moment, all the time, there was an enemy that was always seeking to uh, take the life of the king, to remove the king from authority, to remove the king from the position of power. And what what easy way to try to get that done, not with a sword or a spear, but through a cup. And so, while the king would be feasting, not in the position or the mindset of I'm engaging in warfare. Hey, I'm in my quarters. I'm eating. I'm enjoying. I'm relaxing. I'm in. I'm in an entertainment mode, and it's good to have those those modes, those modalities. You have to have relaxation, and you have to be ready to fight, all right? But you have to have relaxation, recuperation. You have to eat. You have to drink. And so this would be just the normal, everyday affairs of the king, that he would, you know, have a meal and have to take a cup. And it would be an enemy that would sneak in for an occasion to poison the cup. So there were cup bearers to prevent. Uh, and to guard the life, let me say it that way, to guard the life of the king even when the king was in leisure, all right? So the armor bearer is established for the king when the king is in warfare and the cup bearer is set in place for when the king is in leisure. Nehemiah was the cup bearer. Nehemiah served the king well. But Nehemiah, even though he was in a very secure place, probably in a very coveted place, he's in the king's palace. That's a pretty good job there. That's a pretty good assignment, you know, to be in the king's quarters. You know, Not touched by all the other things that everyone else outside of the king's court would be affected by, but yet Nehemiah, was not self-focused. He had a heart for his people and for his nation. So in just touching briefly here in Nehemiah chapter 1, it says about how Nehemiah had inquired about the well-being of the city of Jerusalem. Mm. And he asked about the surviving Jews, they had escaped the exile. And so they were. Uh, they had been in exile, they had escaped, and now they were returning back to their own land. Hmm. How is that going? How are they faring? What does this city look like? This was the question of Nehemiah. And the report that Nehemiah got was a report that troubled him. It was a report, a report of reproach. Um, the, the 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 end of the story was basically that the walls of Jerusalem were destroyed. They were in ruin. They were broken down. They were not fortified. In fact, they had been destroyed by fire. I love it because Nehemiah in verse four, this is his posture to that situation he says when I heard this I sat down and wept and mourned for days and fasted and prayed constantly before the God of heaven Mm -hmm. I want to stop right there and just um, interject this whole thing about prayer because when we encourage people to pray, and I say we, I, I mean leaders sometimes, you know, I've heard this over and over again, in trying to encourage someone just to get involved in prayer. Because, you know, prayer should be... The, the hallmark or the routine, the foundation of every born-again believer. It should be something that we do Amen. as naturally as breathing. But we find that we have to actually try to motivate people to pray. And so one of the things that we do, we try to encourage them to pray. You know, we try to remove their fear of prayer. Well, you know what, prayer is simply just, communing or communication between man and God we'll say and that is true But that's not the total picture that we want to leave ourselves with or anyone that is being discipled and being brought up in this hour. Remember that we have people that need to go from a a place and a position of being an open door to becoming a fortified wall, okay? So we don't want them to just think, you know, that it's just, Simply communication between man and God. That's our modern religious culture that tells us that that's the definition of prayer. In reality, when you do a study um, of of the Hebrew language, the Hebraic definition for the word prayer or pray is, and the Hebrew word is spelled like this, P-A-L-A-L. Um, I'm going to say palau. I'm not sure if that's exactly it, but phonetically, that's what I would say. Palau P-A-L-A-L. That's the Hebrew word for pray. Now, in that Hebrew meaning, that word literally means fall. It comes from the root word P-A-L, pal, pal, mean, which means to fall. So, "paul" is also the root of the Hebrew word napal, which means to fall, F-A-L-L. The word palal then literally means this, people of God, it literally means to fall down to the ground in the presence of one who we acknowledge is in authority and we plead a cause. That's what the Hebrew word of pray means. That's how it is defined. It is more than just sitting in an easy chair with a cup of coffee in our hands, okay, and having a communication with God. That is appropriate in our relationship with God because we rest in him. But when it really comes to saying pray, there is a whole nother engagement of energy, of momentum, a whole thrust that takes us to a deeper level to the point that we fall down in the presence of one who is an authority pleading a cause because he's sovereign. Because we understand that the situation is so desperate, it is so agonizing, that it moves us into this posture of intensity of laying ourselves out before him. And this is what Nehemiah does in verse 4. He says, I sat down and wept and mourned for days, fasted and prayed. He palau. He prayed, amen? He petitioned heaven. And his prayer was this, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God, who keeps covenant, loving kindness, and mercy for those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear now be attentive. And your eyes open to listen to the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you day and night in the posture or in the position of Israel. For Israel, I pray this. Your servants, uh, your servants confessing the sins of Israel, of the Israelites, which we have sinned against you. Yes, I and my father's house. Has sinned. You, you see his humility in this. He is intense. He is humbled. He is uh, agonizing, but he is truthful, and he's not presumptuous. He is coming on on behalf of himself and on behalf of his people. He is putting himself right in the same position with his people. He's saying we have all sinned. We've missed the mark. God, forgive us. Have mercy on us. Uh, verse 7 says, we have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, or the ordinances which you commanded, your servant Moses. Hmm. Remember what you commanded, your servant Moses. You said, if you transgress and are unfaithful, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts were in the furthest parts of the heaven, yet will I gather them from there and will bring them to the place in which I have chosen to set my name. Verse 10, mm-hmm. now these are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. In verse 10, what Nehemiah actually is concluding with God is that, the, that, that what God had spoken to Moses had actually happened. When the people have rebelled, they were scattered. But, mm-hmm. Father God, the people are now returning, which says that their hearts have turned. And, Father, I'm asking that you will see the turn that has taken place in their heart that has now allowed them to come back to this place, this place called Jerusalem, where your name dwells. Father, I'm asking that you would see that your promise has been fulfilled, that we have obeyed what you commanded, and now we are seeing your promise Manifested, but things are just not quite right here.
2: Mm-hmm. He says
1: verse eleven, O Lord, let your ear be attended to the prayer of your servant and the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name, and prosper, I pray you, your servant, this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, what man, the king. He says, for I was the cupbearer to the king. See, he was already engaged in one assignment. And there weren't like, you know, okay, uh, it wasn't like there were multiple cupbearers. He was the cupbearer to the king. It wasn't like, okay, I'm going to miss my shift and I'm going to have someone, you know, go and do my hours for me. No, he was the cupbearer. He had to stay in position while that king was in his position, in his rule, in his reign. So this was his, you know, this was his position and it was going to only be the act of God that would get him out of that position to get him to move where his heart was, where he wanted to go and restore Jerusalem. He wanted to go and serve the city and rebuild the walls because that was a great need in this hour. So, God, hear my prayer and have mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the cupbearer. So, In chapter 2, what happens is he's, you know, reporting to duty as usual and he's serving the king. And the king notices something that he never saw with Nehemiah or, you know, he didn't see frequently with Nehemiah. He saw a, a sadness upon Nehemiah's countenance. And he knew Nehemiah so well just from the way Nehemiah served. He says here, so the king said to me, why do you look sad since you are not sick? How did the king know he wasn't sick? And then the king said, this is nothing but sorrow of heart. Wow. This king was in tune to that cupbearer. That king was in tune. See, we... In a prophetic sense, you are a cupbearer if you are an intercessor, Mm -hmm. if you are a person that stands in the position of prayer because you are the one who is in that position of, of being in the gap, preventing hell, preventing death, From taking place, we stand, when we are in that position of prayer, we are uh, standing between life and death on behalf of another. That's what intercession is. Right. So in a spiritual dimension, you are an anointed cupbearer, right? And you are serving the king, the king of all kings, the Lord God Jehovah. And he is in tune to your heart, to your desires, to your need. This king here has some serious discernment. I love this. Mm. I love this. This king has some discernment to pick up that something was wrong with Nehemiah. So it actually was the result of Nehemiah's prayer in chapter 1 that heaven began to open the king's eyes. He said, Nehemiah said in verse uh, 11 to God, God, do something this day. Grant me mercy. Grant me favor in the sight of this king. Mm -hmm. And God did that. God opened the king's eyes. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to our heavenly king, we know that he's attuned to us. But when you are out in your job, when you are out in your community, when you are in the grocery market place, whatever your wherever your feet trod, hallelujah, there are kings around. There are people that have the the means, the ways and the means to open doors, the ways and the means to resolve issues. It may be with a court situation. You know, maybe, you know, there's something that's going on with your child and that child being in school and there needs to be some type of resolution, some type of intervention. Wherever you are, you are a cupbearer. You are representing heaven on behalf of your family to to a generation, to a society in whatever capacity your life entails. I don't know it you know what your life entails but look at yourself as a cupbearer and now heaven is moving
0: the hand and Access code accepted. To places of authority.
1: We have to be ready at a moment's notice to give an answer. To give an answer. And it has to be an answer that comes from above. So we have to be attuned to heaven and sensitive and ready to respond ready to respond, ready to react, ready to engage. And Nehemiah was there. When the king asked, what is it that you need? Nehemiah recognized that the king was granting him the favor to move out of his current position as a cupbearer to now go respond to this greater need. So mm-hmm. Nehemiah you. heard from heaven and mm-hmm. began to tell the king what he needed. He said, I need letters. Of favor, uh, letters of approval that are going to get me into the the and, and and get me into these places where I can have the timber that I need, I can have the resources that I need, I can have the monies that I need, I can have everything that I need to get the job done. And so these letters were to be written to other governors. Now, interesting enough, not only did the king give uh, Nehemiah letters that would now go with him to speak to these governors,
2: Mm.
1: and the governors were going to now release the resources, this king upgraded Nehemiah from being a cupbearer to Mm. being a governor. Mm -hmm. Okay? Got you. Upgraded him to be a governor. Why? So that now the respect Mm -hmm. would be there. Mm, the gotcha. honor would be there mm, a governor Jesus. to a governor, so mm. the transaction and the transition would mm. be more smooth it would it, there mm. would be no hindrance no mm. no mistake in the authority okay you 're right. a governor, and i 'm a governor. okay, you need this. I can give it to you there's an there's a divine exchange that can take place gotcha. and so Nehemiah goes to work. And I'm going to skip over to chapter number four. Because in chapter number four, we now see that there are enemies to the work that Nehemiah has to do. Ballat and Sabiah, we've heard about them. But in, in uh, this time of Nehemiah building the wall, uh, Ballat and Sabiah, by chapter number four, they have even rallied more enemies against Nehemiah. At first, in the earlier parts of this story, it's just Samballa and Mm Tobiah with their negativity. Mm -hmm. But now they have gone and they've rallied more enemies Mm -hmm. uh, against the work. And Mm -hmm. so let's look at Nehemiah chapter 4. And I want to start with verse number 4. It says, Hear us our God, and I'm reading on the NIV, hear us our God, for we are despised. Turn uh, turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in the land of captivity. Mm. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sin from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. Mm. Verse 6 says, so we built the wall till all of it reached half its height for the people worked with all their heart. I love it in the King James Version. Said, it says there, for the people had a mind to a mind work. To work. Yeah. They had a mind to work. There is a a marriage of our, the transformation of our minds the renewal of our mind will cause our hearts to be transformed okay mm-hmm. the renewal of the mind causes the heart to be transformed so that with all of your might you can now put your hand to the plow mm-hmm. you can't put your hand to the plow when you haven't been thoroughly convinced in your mind that this thing works okay that that this supernatural dimension of of the word of God, where it comes to prayer, where it comes to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. You can't really be convinced to take those positions if your mind has not been renewed. So God is bringing about a uh, 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 a renewal of your mind, a renewal of our mind so that our hearts can be fully engaged mm-hmm. and put our hands into the work. and Motion uh, can happen and progress can be and will be the end result. The people had a mind to work and, therefore, they, they worked tirelessly. Mm-hmm. They had a mind to work. Verse seven says this: Samballat, Tobiah. Now they have, they have also joined oh. up with the Arabs and the Ammonites mm. and the mm. people of Ashdod. Heard that the repairs of the repairs to Jerusalem's wall had gone ahead, and that the gaps were being closed, and right. they were very angry. Mm. See, not everyone is going to be excited about your commissioning to be a gap filler for you being one that God has now set apart to be uh, the one Mm. that bridges the gap. You are called the repairer of the breach. You are called as Mm. one to uh, restore so that there will be paths to dwell in, so that there will be places of fruitfulness Mm. and Mm. not, Everyone's going to be excited about there. In fact, there's going to be an increase of enemies, but you what I love about Nehemiah is that he never gets distracted by the enemy. Mm. What he does is he engages heaven. Every time the enemy shows up, he engages heaven, he engages heaven through prayer and asks God to release what needs to be released to remove the enemy and strengthen their hand, give them strategy so that they can overcome the enemy. And God grants Nehemiah his request every time. Do not be distracted by your enemies in this hour. In fact, what we have to do in this season is see that the uprising of an enemy is only the validation of the effectiveness of your work, the effectiveness of your call. In fact, it is your coronation and your promotion. It is your anointing. Hallelujah. We're waiting for uh, people to commission us and lay hands on us, but the enemy has laid hands and laid its mouth on your assignment. That is your commissioning. That is now your anointing that you are doing the will of God. Go and do the will of God. Heaven Amen. is backing you up. So Glory here, uh, here is the strategy that God gives to Nehemiah. Um, as the enemy began to plot together and to fight against Jerusalem and to stir up trouble, it says, verse 9, we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet, the, to meet this threat. That guard day and night is the watchman, mm-hmm. which is the language again of continual divine engagement and intercession. Amen. Mm-hmm. We can't mm-hmm. we can't give up our watch. We have to stay on the wall of continual prayer and intercession. Don't ramp down, ramp up in this hour. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said the strength of the laborers is given out and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Now, uh, Judah means praise, but the intensity of the warfare had now caused Judah to to get out of just giving the acknowledgement of thanksgiving, but to now give a report of what physically seemed to be their condition and their reality. The rubble, the laborers are given out. Judah had left praise and started complaining. We cannot move out of the position of prayer and don't move out of the position of praise. Mm-hmm. Because praise will keep you continually strengthened. Now we know here in the story, basically Judah was giving a report that also now was going to be, um, was now going to be information that Nehemiah would be given divine revelation to um, erect a strategy against that weariness and against you know the people giving out. So in verse eleven. What happens is um, it says our enemies, uh, you know, the, Judah continues to give this report about what the enemies are doing, how they are acting, what their plans are in terms of bringing about destruction. Okay, but in verse 12, um, they are concerned that, that they will continually be attacked. It says, then the Jews who live near them came and told us ten times over, Wherever you turn, they will attack us, okay? So Judah leaving its posture of giving a praise report to now, you know, just sharing the report of what the enemy is doing only had rippling effects for the other Jews to now also say, wherever we turn, they will attack us. But they weren't just saying that because they were discouraged. They were saying that because that's what they were hearing the enemy say. Okay? Mm -hmm. They were hearing the enemy say that. Verse 13, therefore, Nehemiah, he says this, I was stationed. um, I'm sorry. Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall to expose those places, to cover those exposed places, And I posted them by families, with swords, with spears, and bows. After that, I looked things over, and I stood up and said to the nobles, to the officials, and to the rest of the people, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord your God, who is great and awesome, and fight for your families. Fight for your sons and your daughters, for your wives and for your home. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated their plot, we all returned to the law, each to our own work. Now, as God uh, revealed to us, Nehemiah, the strategy that needed to be implemented um, in this uh, this um, uh, assault from the enemy mm-hmm. that caused a remedy, that caused a resolve, that caused the people to regain strength and they were mm-hmm. able to continue to rebuild the wall. Mm-hmm. They were given permission, though, to fight for their family. And so now from here on out and rebuilding this wall, they are going to operate, they're going to operate with a new strategy. Verse 16 says this, from that day on, half of the men did the work while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of, Ju- of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other hand. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. That so much is not that important. The important thing here is that now the strategy is for the people of Jerusalem, in order to see this work completed, they are going to have a sword in one hand and have an instrument to build in the other hand. They're going to keep their weaponry and they're going to keep their labor. Hallelujah. So they're going to do physical labor and they're going to do spiritual labor at the same time. Amen. Amen. So this says to us that now is the time, you have spent enough time, I heard the Spirit of the Lord saying this, you have spent enough time engaging in spiritual warfare and in spiritual um, building through prayer, okay, you've carried your weapons, of, of prayer and fasting, of praising and and making declarations and decrees. He's saying now, as you leave out of the closet of prayer and you survey the land, as you go about, now look for the opportunities of of advancement. Look for uh, look for there to be the erection of what you have already built in the spirit. Look for that thing to become manifested in the natural. In this hour, you're going to have to carry materials in one hand and you're going to have to carry a weapon in the other hand and keep your sword at your side. Now, the sword of the spirit is the word of God, right? Right. It is the word of God. We have to be always ready to engage the word of God. Why? Because the angels are watching to heed the voice of the word. Uh, um, I believe last time I was on, the Lord was letting um, us to know that in this year we're going to do more with less. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, that can be not the thing we want to hear because we think we ought to have a surplus of stuff to get anything done. But I want to remind you that after the Holy Spirit have visited the first church in that upper room encounter, there was only 120 gathered that were filled. And God used a little to bring about a divine turnaround of, of much. He used one man, an anointed Peter, who had gone through a whole lot of transition and changes. He uses that one voice to win 3,000 souls in a day amen so god is still going to use little he's going to take little what you consider little resource he is going to magnify it through the word of god that you declare and decree out of your mouth and he's going to engage his staff the angels of the lord that watch to heed the voice of the word of god to advance your cause to advance the rebuilding of your home. But in this hour, don't be discouraged. The advancement of the kingdom of God is coming as as we, first of all, have a mind to work, but the mind to work is not picking up projects as we have formerly tried to pick up projects outside of the home, but pick up your assignment in your home fight for mm. your family in this hour, establish uh, your God. family in this hour, Beca- Watch for the enemy that tries to bring separation in your family, that tries to eat away at your family time, just like the example that uh, Sister Juanita gave us. Watch for those because that's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Mm. See, the two of them together, that husband and wife together as a family unit in the home can now pray together and they can get an agreement, hallelujah. And when you get an agreement, then things Mm. are accelerated and established. Uh, And for the, for kingdom purposes. So in Mm -hmm. this hour, bring your families together uh, uh, for prayer. And in this hour, go through your house and anoint your house, anoint your family, anoint them in the name of Jesus, lay hands on them and begin to Mm -hmm. speak the word of the Lord. Uh, use the sword of the word of the Lord, Holy declare blood. the promises of God into their lives. Blood, 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 and as blood, we build blood, 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 our families, uh, we will see the expansion of, of of a city being fortified, being strengthened. The, when you read the book of Nehemiah, and of course I don't have time to go into all of that, I have to stop now. But and, as you go on in Nehemiah, what we see is that the city of Jerusalem was erected, it was built up again, family by family, because the families were assigned to take care of their house and that that geographic territory that was outside of their home they were They were assigned to that area of work, and as we are assigned as we hear the assignment of heaven in this hour to uh to fortify the walls mm-hmm. and build up your family, strengthen your home, strengthen your family unit. Then right. God's gonna pause and right. acceleration because see yeah. your feet now are being enlarged mm-hmm. because your children will go where you could not go.
2: Right.
1: Hallelujah. Well, it, Hallelujah. So the work will be it's expanded through you. As an anointed cupbearer, called now to be a governor in the spirit, to rule and to reign in authority,
2: have governmental
1: authority in the name of Jesus. Fight for your family. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why I love that song that that the woman of God started off today uh, with, We Are Victorious. See, the only way we're going to fight for our family is that before we engage in it, we know that we are already victorious. Amen? We are victorious. In Jesus' name. God bless you all.
3: Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God. Father God, I worship and adore you, mighty God. Father God, I come before you once more, oh God. And Father God, I ask you, oh God, to wash me and cleanse me, oh God. Father God, anything, oh God, at all, mighty God, that you find in me, through me or around me, Father God, known and unknown, Father God, I ask you, mighty God, to wash me of it, mighty God, and for your forgiveness, Father God. Father God, on tonight, mighty God, I thank you, oh God. Thank you for your woman, servant, prophetess Anita McCoy, Father God. Father God, thank you for her abundance. Obedience, O God. Thank you, mighty God, for her divine encouraging knowledge, mighty God, that came straight from you, Father God. Father God, I ask you right now, mighty God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, Father God, to fill her up, mighty God. Father God, everything, O God, that she has poured out onto your people tonight, mighty God, I ask you in the mighty name of Jesus, O God, to pour it back up into her her, oh God, in the name of Jesus, recharge her, oh God, and refresh Fresh her mighty God. Father God, continue, oh God, to use her mightily, oh God, in this battle, oh God. We are already victorious, oh God, but use continue to use her, oh God, of one of your frontline commanders, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, I ask you, oh God, that each and everywhere that she go, oh Father God, that you will continue to, to protect her, oh god continue to have your hand upon her oh god and her family members oh god her friends anyone that interact with her oh god in the name of jesus father god in the name of jesus father god Father God, I decree and I declare divine intervention in her life, oh God. I decree and I declare new beginning on her behalf, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, give her a comfortable labor, oh God god to pursue your word mighty god as it can conti- she continues to give birth oh god to a new beginning in you mighty god father god we give you all the glory honor and praise in jesus precious and mighty name i pray amen amen and amen glory to god hallelujah glory to god god bless you prophetess anita mccoy god bless you I am truly, truly, always blessed when I hear a word from you. Glory to God! It's like you are you, you. It's like you're my best friend, and we've been talking this whole time. Whenever you come forth with a word from the Lord, so I am, hallelujah. I am definitely without a shot of a doubt taking this message personally because you speak directly to my spirit, my spirit. You, oh, oh, God, have Hallelujah! hallelujah. Glory to God! Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God, um before I go ahead and open up the line for comments and prayer requests, um let me sincerely apologize uh to Sister Anita. um Your line was echoing while the women of God were preaching um was preaching. That's why I continued to mute you, but if you notice, I kept um, doing it on and off um that's because there was an echo in your background. Um, also I muted someone else. They were they were in tune to the message and then they um I guess they started having a background conversation, not realizing that they um were not muted. And also to the folks that are connected through talk shoe. Um, talkshoe did drop um when the woman of God when she was first praying. Um I did hurry up and get it back on before the message um started. But it also uh, for a second there dropped again while she was reading, I believe, um I believe she was reading from the book of of the Songs of Solomon when it dropped again. But it it was connected back up. I sincerely apologize. Um, The devil is a liar. He did not want you guys to hear the message. But in the name of Jesus, we are victorious. And you you guys were truly, truly blessed tonight. At this time, I'm going to open up the line. Um, If there are any comments about the word that was brought forth, Glory to God, and if you have any prayer requests,
4: glory to God. The line is open. Praise the Lord, Pastor Marine. I do, I do want to encourage the woman of God tonight. Mm-hmm. There is a new dimension in her life. Okay. The prophetess Anita, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. God is about to release a supernatural turnaround in your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Amen.
4: And this is not coming from me, but it's coming from the Lord. And as I, I want to encourage you to keep on doing the work of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Is just you just reveal God revealed a lot to me just in the. Just tonight, in in the message that you preached on about fighting for your family, Amen.
2: Amen. Praise
4: God. God revealed that to me just tonight, and I just want to encourage you, encourage. I just want to encourage you just to keep doing the work of the Lord. Amen. Thank and I, Amen. I got a prayer request also. Uh, it's a one of my family members, his name is J B and uh they the doctors are saying that they that could be a possibility of lung cancer. But I rebuke that in the name of Jesus because remember, cancer cannot
3: remember.
4: buy my family out of here. The devil is a liar.
3: Remember that. Glory to God. You said JB, correct? Yes. Amen. Glory to God. God bless you. Glory to God. Anyone else? The line is still open.
5: Good night again. This is Sister Jackie. Um just want to thank God for you Sister Anita McCoy. I'm telling you you are truly a blessing and I am just grateful that I'm online tonight again, you know. Um, God bless you. I, my soul is blessed, and um, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I, I it's just not enough words to say, how oh, grateful I am to God. You know, as you said, I didn't even know. I just was obedient to God, and here you brought forth the word. You know, God wanted me to already share my testimony and, you know, I thank God for you because you you spoke so much um, in the past. I mean, you know, you. I remember when you um, gave me that word, that prophecy, and I'm seeing it. And <laughs> just to come from here, heard you just tonight, hearing what you said about family, and um, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was just being obedient, you know, I was just being obedient and, I just thank God for the Holy Spirit. You know, it's so real. And God mm-hmm. is truly, um, He's so real in my life. And I thank God for you. I pray that He will continue to bless you. And, and I pray that the anointing will continue to overflow you. And um, you are healed. You are healed. And nothing, nothing, no weapon formed against none of us. I know, as you said tonight, I know that, yes, God, the Word has to accomplish upon us, and I just pray that God will continue to use each and every one of us and um just continue to give us strength and courage to do his His work because truly there is so much work to be done, you know, and that is where the Lord is taking me, you know in the uh, um you've just been speaking to me um recently about just surrendering and let him have his way. And that's why I'm in this place really at rest with God, and I'm feeling the peace of God. And that is my prayer for you, Sister Anita McCoy, too. that as you continue to go forth and bring the word and do God's will, the peace of God will rest upon you and your family, and that the anointing will overflow you, and that you will always feel the strength and the love of God in everything that you do as you continue to give yourself away to the Lord, I pray that God will continue to anoint you and strengthen you and give you the desires of your heart. Because I know that you are truly, truly a woman of God. I'm telling you, you you are special. You are special. And I just want you to know that you are special to me, and I'm grateful to God for you, and not just you, but for each and every one of you on the line. But I'm I'm just making it personal about you, Sister McCoy. I I don't always on the line on Friday to hear when you give a word, but I want you to know tonight that you are special. And God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank
3: you. I receive that. Amen.
4: Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. I am blessed, God, for the word on tonight. Um, Prophet Anita, um,
0: I just blessed God. <laughs> condemned, for the word of the Lord
1: has spoken it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know, I want to tell you this, um, Sister Andrea. Yes. Um. That, that that this heaviness that you've been feeling for the last um the, for the last three days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um. That uh the heaviness uh, is not you. Uh. Is mm-hmm. that which has um. Has sought an occasion to rest on you. Uh, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit said that it's going to be cast, it's going to be lifted off of you um, mm-hmm. by tomorrow morning. You will notice mm-hmm. a complete, absolute difference um, because mm-hmm. here is the understanding that you need. You have to understand that uh, you are a visual person um, and you are a seer. Okay, yes, uh, yes. not all not all um not all prophets are seers, but all seers are prophets okay yes, so whether yes. or not uh you you know what it's not about titles it's about mantles it's about it's about and not just about gifting but it's your identity mm-hmm. in the spirit you are yes, identi- yeah. identify in the spirit as a seer God. okay and from mm-hmm. heaven you were sent into mm-hmm. the earth. As a seer, okay now yes. there used to be a lot of distortion in 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 the whole trans transaction of your seeing and and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't you that wasn't you either you uh, you you needed to be able to release what it was that you were seeing, but you weren't always very articulate mm-hmm. with the of what you were seeing, Hallelujah, mm-hmm. and so that caused another level of warfare because mm-hmm. there was backlash and retaliation that came yes. against you, and mm-hmm. people began to kind of like wow. reject you. Um, wow. Even even when they didn't reject you verbally, you could feel you could feel yeah. the rejection uh, in mm-hmm. your spirit because you're very sensitive in the spirit. Yes. but God is saying mm-hmm. that uh, the reason why you mentioned the Song of Solomon is, is because because you are right now in the Song of Solomon in your spirit. That's where your spirit is. God wants you in Song of Solomon, chapter number eight. You're, you're in a new beginning. Eight is the number of new beginnings. And you are right now being transitioned and processed. Yes, you've been going through the fire and you will continue to go through the fire. Why? Because in this year... God is moving um, and and giving us divine uh, revelation. He's giving the body of Christ divine insight uh, through the word of God, but it is catapulted by vision. God is really causing vision to be increased uh, to the body of Christ. We need to see more. We've heard a lot, but we've seen very little. And so God uh, is repositioning his seers in this hour He's purifying uh, the sons of Levi, but he's purifying the seers. He's purifying the watchmen, hallelujah, so that they will um, not operate in the weariness that comes upon their flesh. Uh, uh, you, You know, you can easily become heavy and way and okay. down and like a heavy blanket on you and a dark cloud over you. But in the name of Jesus, we command that your eyes be lifted above that in the name of Jesus. I hear the Spirit of God saying, open your eyes into the third heaven realm. God says, get out of the second heaven realm. That's the realm of warfare. Don't, wow. you know, get out of the warfare realm. Get into the third heaven realm. Heaven is Opening like the ladder like that ladder where Jacob was able to um, to see the angels of God ascending and descending there there is an open heaven over your life, hallelujah and it's wow. trying to be distorted, but it won't be distorted. Let me tell you, yes. you, have you have been growing and maturing and the enemy has been really um yes. challenging you on your maturity or on your growth. I don't want to say maturity because you're not using that word, but um, the word growth. He is challenging you on your growth, but you are more stable than you've ever been before. You have been growing exponentially. Uh, Your communication is coming forth with clarity. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. You're not getting There's no stuttering and stammering upon your words. And so we come against that, and we feel that in the name of Jesus, and we declare that the enemy will not steal that from you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord says this, you make your calling and election Sure. Sure. You make your calling and election sure. Hallelujah. So this is just a real inside job that God's doing with you, that heaven is doing with you, engaging you. You're going through the refiner's uh, fire. Uh, it's because uh, he wants to use you uh, to really increase vision for the body of Christ and for the, the streams where you operate in the body of Christ. You know, the, the, uh, hallelujah, if, if we were to look at it, all the All the ministries that are represented under the body of Christ are just that they're ministries or many mini streams, and the more we can come together as a collective. Body of Christ, the ministries coming together, then the streams come together and they form tributaries which become like, uh, they, they, they form tributaries that become the river of God. Hallelujah. So God wants to use you to continue to give insight to the body. You're going to be going deeper into the word of God uh, in this next season. Hallelujah. God says you're going to see more and speak less. Hallelujah. You're going to be like Mary who has to ponder things in your heart. You're going to have to carry it in your heart. Hallelujah. You're going to have to be able to carry it in your heart. But be it unto you according to the word of the Lord and according to how you it in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. hallelujah, in the name of the Lord, amen,
3: God bless you. And it, and it is so, it is, it is so,
4: it is so, you are so on point, so on point, so on point. God bless you. God,
2: hallelujah.
5: And even
1: though she said that, that it was, was on point for her, I... I, I know there's a witness in the Spirit that that word was for other people on the line that was gleaning. There's, um, um, there's um, a man that's on this call even now. Hallelujah. That God is um, giving you greater uh, influence and favor among your colleagues. When I say your colleagues, and you are in FIFO ministry. And uh, God is is causing you to be a Nehemiah. See, if, if I was to liken Nehemiah to a five-fold
0: ministry office, I would say...